to welcome everybody. This is December the 13th, and you are listening to a new human experience podcast. And our topic this evening is being ageless. And um, so I was actually um, told that a body our physical body is actually designed to last for a thousand years and and if you compare that to like like whether it's true or not and that's really up to us to to find out in eventually um, but I do know that when you look at some of the for example if you look at the Bible there are actually I, I did look up that there the oldest person in the Bible was somebody somebody by the name of Methuselah and he lived to be 969 and he's the son of Enoch and then the uh, Jared which is the forefather of Noah lived to 962 years and Noah himself lived to 930. And actually Adam, Adam as in Adam and Eve, lived to be 930 years old. So there's a lot of, um, I would say, um, who, who knows how, whether the, the, what the, the ages in the Bible is true or not. Um, but there actually are some... Um, there actually are some evidence that people in the like in the in antiquity actually has much longer life than we do now and uh, and the source that told me which is of course uh, Franco Franco did mention that our body is actually um, made to last for a thousand years and I do trust him and I also know that if you read um, something like um, the, I would say mystical books, uh, for example, the, the Emerald Tablet, you would notice that people that at the time of um, Toh, who is the one who wrote the Emerald Tablet, they lived to be much, much longer. And both men and women uh, lived to be much, much longer. And, and also, they they procreate um, all the way up to you know 700 800 years old they were still able to like their body is still fully functional there's really very little mention of signs of aging so how come we when we get to nowadays we like i think um if we live to be a hundred that's already um, a rare occasion. I think the, the oldest um, human being that we know of in more, more modern days is 115 or some, somewhere around there. So there's a big difference between living to 100 to um, living to a thousand years old, which is what the capacity of our body is. And there's a lot of reasons, some of them we have control over and some of them that we don't have control over. One of the reasons that, that was given is that um, we agree on a, um, on, um, a collective level that we don't want 
people to live too long because if we live too long, we would start to figure things out that we as a collective does not want to know yet. So we want to play this game of duality. And if we live, if each of us, our lifetimes is a thousand years, then um, we actually would be able to, because if you have lived a thousand years, there's a lot of, there's a lot of knowledge that you must have accumulated over a thousand years. So how can you stay in, in, and play in this duality game when you can live such long lives? So part of the, the, the deal of, um, of um, being able to experience the separation and duality is that we need to um, shorten our lifespan so that we only get to experience some things like you just uh, have a plan what it is that we want to come on on this planet to experience and we're here to maybe you know um, could be 50 years could be 100 years we do what we came here to do and then we leave so that was one of the reasons why um, we own, our lifespan is so much shorter than what it could be however that's um, start to go away after 2012 because we are in very different times now collectively we want to wake up we want to be able to get back to our original design which is being able to live a body capable living to a thousand years so we kind of in that transition period now where our body in and of itself it can live to be maybe not a thousand years right right in this lifetime maybe at least to um 200 or maybe 300 who knows it really um it depends on our what we believe because what our um, body is capable of versus what we believe we can we are um, really capable of are two different things and we have been so conditioned upon generations upon generations to live to you know just maybe 80 90 or 100 years old and it's it takes some uh, adjustment to flip that around so that now we know we consciously have to hold that image in our mind that we can actually live to be a thousand years old and even a thousand is just um, is not the upper limit there have been um, beings that can actually live within um, the, the body for longer than a thousand so then so if we start to expand our thinking and and actually allow the belief to sink in that we're not to just live for a hundred, we can actually manage to live for way longer than a hundred. And that when we are at a hundred years old, we are actually only, um, we're only scratching the surface. We are only a baby at a hundred years old. So one of the, the ways that we can become ageless is really to 
expand our thinking and to to break all the 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 mental limits that we have given ourselves and that also includes we we don't think of ourselves as let's say okay so i'm 60 years old i have to dress like a 60 year old or, or i have to walk like one or it's no longer we don't no longer um have to accept the limits of that when you're at a certain age you would have aches and pains and your body will start to deteriorate because what we accept is what we will get however if you think if you allow that um, belief to go then you have to be able to start to reconnect with your body because our body now has the capacity to regenerate itself. So one of the ways is to, to become ageless is also to activate our own innate healing abilities. Um, things, some things like pain in the body, um, instead of reaching for um, a drug or some chemicals to alleviate that pain, there are actually a lot of things that we can do to to help ourselves instead of using something that is outside. Because if we use um, chemicals, if we take a pill, then a lot of the times we have to deal with the, the side effects of the pill. And however, our body has its own innate healing abilities. If you have that, if you need to establish that, um, I would say relationship with your body to heal. I remember, um, oh, that was at least like 15, 20 years ago, I start to, to really get more into energy healing. And I start really talking to my body. And there are times when I, I you know, after a day of helping friends move, so I was, my body is really aching and, and exhausted. But I do know that the next day I have to do something else. So I need my body to repair. And, I, and when I take the time to talk to my body and really send energy to it, I do notice that my body heals much faster. Maybe it does not heal instantaneously, but usually after a couple of hours or after a good night's sleep, when I wake up the next morning, I will feel fresh i would feel the my body actually healed much faster than it would otherwise have if i hadn't taken the time to talk to my body and really help it to to um, heal itself and uh, and even as um i would say as recent as earlier this year when i went to uh, when i actually um fell and 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 injured my knee and it was, you know, the, the skin was bleeding and all that. However, you know, I, I really took the time to um, connect with my knee, with my wound, and ask it to, to heal, even though I, uh, at the time, because I was not in, um, in, I was not in Toronto, I was, I was somewhere else, and I don't have I don't really have any ointment to put on the, the, the open wound. However, when I actually talk to the, the wound itself and, and um, 
just activate my own innate ability to heal, I can actually sense that there's, a, and I actually can see that there's a, a juice, kind of a, a juice then, or a, a some, some sort of um, um, liquid, internal liquid that came out and it actually helped seal the wound. So my, my knee actually healed much faster and easier than um, my, I wasn't alone. So the, the other person also um, had a, um, also injured uh, herself and she actually, her, her wound actually took much longer time to heal than mine did. And um, maybe it's not exactly that we weren't uh, um, injured at the same place or the same time. But the same thing is we, we had a knee injury. Mine healed like within days. Like before I, I came back to Toronto, my feet was feeling um, that my knee was feeling much better, whereas hers persisted for a much longer period of time. So what was the difference? The difference that I know of um, besides um, anything else that we've done is I took the time to really um, connect with the, the, the place where I was hurt and talk to it. So in, so before you, reach for um, a pill or anything. I'm not saying that there's any, anything wrong with taking um, medication. I'm just saying that even if you take any medication, still connect with your own body and, and activate your own innate healing abilities because our body is really um, engineered and designed to heal itself without any outside um, interference. So when we work with the body and really um, use the uh, our mind to, to direct and tell the body what needs to be done, then you, you have that uh, handshake with your body. So your body would actually work with you and for you much better. I also remember reading um, stories of people that have healed themselves and not using the, the, the doctors would um, would already tell them that they they um, let's say they can't um, walk anymore or any kind of, of um, I would say like a, a, a medical doctor telling them that we can't do anything for you anymore but their ability to heal themselves when they get to work is, um, for example, the, the person who um, created the Sedona method or the release technique, he had um, some sort of cancer himself, uh, Lester Levinson, and the doctor actually told him um, that you know, there's nothing we can do for you, just go home, um, um, put your affairs in order. They gave him maybe about a couple of weeks so instead of going home and, and feeling sorry for himself and, and being in fear and all that, he actually took the time to um, look at his own life. And he actually discovered when, that when he was happy, he was healthy. However, um, more recently, his, his, his own life has really taken on a downturn and, and 
a lot of emotional and um, business um, failure really took him down. So he, he got to the point where he was, he worked with his body. He actually let go of all the, um, the negativities in his body. And he let go of all the uh, judgment he has and let go of, of all the, and like all the things that's kind of um, interfering with his body's ability, innate ability to heal itself. And when he did that, he actually lived another 40, 50 years um, instead of the, the three, four weeks that his doctor gave him. So, and, and he recovered completely and never had to really go to a doctor or be ill after he had done that internal work. And then that, that brings me to the, another point is that our body is really a representation of the sum total of our thoughts. If we um, love ourselves and really pay attention to what it is that is upsetting ourselves and, and take the time to let go of the the mental torture that we put ourselves in and really get to connect with the joy that we actually come here to live and experience and, and embody that, then our body will start to reflect that. Our body would start to heal itself because negative thoughts actually interfere with, with um, healing. When we have um, negative feelings, it's stuck in, uh, energetically in our body. And when there is something stuck, and the more um, we focus on the negativity, the, it, like the energy kind of gathers and gathers until the, the energy flow in our body is really so compromised that the body cannot heal itself um, anymore. So that's when illness and all the other things comes on. But when we really start to connect with our body um, and to also do the, the, the emotional releasing and the mental work of letting go of the judgment about what's happening in our lives and really zone in on the, the basics, which is that you know, we are love. We are the personification of love as divine beings um, we are just love and light. And whatever is happening in our life, it, it may be circumstances and, and it may be something that we have control over, maybe something that we don't have control over. But when you really break all that down and get to the, the point and to really remember that the things that you, the, that is not under your control, well, you can't control it, so why um, why be why judge it and why um, lose any sleep over it? And if something is under your control and you don't like it, then do something about it. Don't just complain. Just take steps, do something about it, and 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 then start to let go of the the the, the negativity and the judgment. And the more you you do this the more you focus on your state and make sure that your, your, your own state of mind is really um, healthy 
and grateful and thankful, then the more your body and also your circumstances will start to match what the, the, your state of mind is. So that's um, one more. That's another thing that I encourage every one of you to do is to do the, the internal work and um, take action wherever necessary and wherever you can. And uh, the next point I want to, to um, point out is also, um, before I mention that, I just want to, to kind of um, mention that I love Doctor Who. So Doctor Who is a, a series, um, a, a television series that's been running since I was in my teens, maybe even before that. And, and Doctor Who is very um, particular in that um, Doctor Who is in, it's, uh, belongs to a race of, of people that um, lives forever. And how they live forever is that every, um, I, I don't know how long, but it may be every 10 years or every, there's a period of time that the, the the Doctor Who would go about and helping people and and fighting um, the bad people of the universe and being the hero. But the one particular thing about Doctor Who is that every I should say maybe five years or ten years, Doctor Who itself would renew itself so that he would become. Um, completely different person, different different body, different um, height, different sex, different um, uh, all that different different um, character and and all that. And then when that happens, he would still remember who he was, but he would be um, he would be completely new. So that's actually the the reason why I want to to mention. Doctor Who is that one of the, the, I would say, really important things if you really want to get to be ageless is renewal. Not just, um, not just renewing how you look, but also your outlook in life as well. And also renew your character as well. Because even though we have um, character. We like some people may be introverts, some people are extroverts. However, we are not extroverts, nor are we introverts, nor are we happy, or nor are we sad, nor are we um, um, like uh, go getter, or nor are we very uh, complacent and, and uh, satisfied people. We have we we are we are source we are actually all of these it's just that we take on certain um a certain character so that we can experience life through that point of view however that doesn't mean we are limited to that point of view there are actually people who um maybe introverts at when they were young but as they get older they start to get more confident, they start to have more understanding and different understanding. And they, they move from being an introvert to being an extrovert. 
and vice versa as well. There are people who started out when they were young, they were like really outgoing, outspoken and all that. But as they get older, they, they may learn things that, and they decided to become more, um, I would say, reserved and really um, much more discerning on what they say and whether they act or not. So uh, in introversion and extroversion or any kind, there is really, we're not limited to a character. Like some people, there's a, an idiom that says, character is fate. But we don't have a character or a character is not a, a straight jacket that limits us. As we, um, as we have new interests in, in life, as we um, renew our interests and keep on becoming curious and keep on um, learning and, and wanting to learn new things, then this sense of renewal to, to have a new direction in life that actually is what keeps us old. It is when we have become a know-it-all and we've done it all and there's nothing else we want to do. That's when we actually get to be old because when we, when we don't want to learn, when we don't want to have new experience, when that's when we start to um, get old and shrivel. Um, so it does not really matter um, who you are right now is to always, um, is to not limit yourself to being who you are at this moment, is to follow your own, your own passion. Because your, whatever it is that you are interested in now, for, for example, I remember at one point in my life, I really loved singing and I would go take lessons and I would go sing in choir and I would go and um, hear other people sing and all that. I still love music I still um, like to sing but I don't do that in public anymore whereas at one point I actually love to sing in public I, I sing in my friend's uh, wedding and I sing in uh, choir and, and all that and now I there are other interests in my life so and every time I find a new interest I would put my like all my um attention and all my time in developing that new interest and I suggest that all of you um, is to allow yourself to be to stay curious and to stay um, wanting to learn because that is the, that that sense of self-renewal that sense of always wanting to know more whether it is to know more about yourself or wanting to you know, go to new places and know what you know, other people do, all that, that is what will keep us um, ageless and timeless. Because when you always have a new direction, then you don't have time to, to think about how old you are or, or not. So um, I just want to kind of um, paused here, end here with a quote from a, a spiritual teacher that I have a lot of respect for. 
Um, his name is Osho. So this this uh, this short reading is from Enlightenment: The Only Revolution, which is one of Osho's um, treatises. So the quote is: "Whatever, whatsoever I see is not me. Whatever comes as experience is not me, because whatever I see, I am beyond. I am the one who is seeing." I am not the one who is seen. Whatever becomes my experience, I am beyond because I am the observer of the experience. How can I be the experience? Hence, I am not the body, not the mind, not emotion, not Hindu, not Muslim, not Christian, not Brahmin, not low caste, not a child, not a youth, not an old man. Not beautiful, not ugly, not intelligent, not an idiot. I am not anyone at all. I transcend the whole of nature. When you can, when we can all、um, start to remember that we are none of these, we are not the the person that we see in the mirror. We are not the. The person that we think we are, we are not our past, we are not our future. We are only now that we are here, and we are also the whole of nature. And yet, we also can transcend the whole of nature. Then we can become ageless. And so this. Meditation.、Um, I would like to take everybody into the the seventh dimension, because seventh dimension we actually have access to our um, um, blueprint,、uh, the original blueprint of our, our DNA, our body, so that we can connect with our actual body again, and also to to really start to、um, activate that innate healing ability that we have. So, if you can all just, if you're not ready, is to to sit or lie down or find a comfortable position, and just start to breathe in very slowly and naturally. And when you're ready, just let it all go. And as you let go of your breath, also let go of the tension in your body. Start to let go of your thoughts as well. Any thoughts about what happened earlier in the day, or what may what you need to do tomorrow, or even half an hour from now, just let it all go. And allow yourself this opportunity to just spend the next ten minutes or so to just be with yourself and have a date with yourself. Just follow your own breath easily and effortlessly, and the more you you breathe out, also to just. Collect in your attention so that you're no longer looking at outside. 
you're no longer putting any emphasis on hearing, seeing, and sensing your environment. Rather, put your attention on yourself, on your body, and more specifically, in your heart area. Because that is really the your communicator with your soul. So just concentrate all your attention in your heart area. And in your heart area, have this intention to start to shift your vibration, your frequency, and to shift it to a much higher level. Make it to be five million. Just concentrate on five million. Concentrate on five million. And have the intention that you want to shift your frequency to five million just temporary for the duration of this meditation. Or if you like it, you may want to keep it for a little longer. However, for now, just concentrate on shifting your frequency to 5 million. And just have that intention at the back of your mind. And as you focus on your heart, imagine that you're sending an energy beam from your heart up towards your head and let it be beyond your head. Let it be about three heads above your actual head. Send that energy beam up there so that you, be, you can be connected with your higher self. And when you're at a much higher frequency, at the frequency of my five million, there's a lot of things that you can do. And one of the things is you can easily and effortlessly connect with your higher self with the part of you that knows what is best. And just continue to be connected. And ask your higher self to connect you, to take you up to the seventh dimension. You may feel it as a light beam that is shooting up to 
the seventh dimension. Or you may not feel anything at all. And that's okay. Just continue to concentrate on shifting your frequency to five million and also allowing your higher self to take you easily up to the seventh dimension. In the seventh dimension, there is a copy of your original DNA the one that is uncontaminated, the one that is the same as when you first born into this body. And when you connect it to this blueprint, of your DNA, your body will start to heal itself because now it has the original design and it will try to compare with what it is that you have now and it will see any kind of defects and be able to heal from the original design. As you're doing this, concentrate also on connecting to your body. You have this wonderful body that has been serving you day and night. And this body helps you experience this beautiful world. It helps you experience joy and sometimes allow you to experience sadness. It allows you to experience gratitude. All things good and all things bad, whatever it is, that your soul needs you to experience. Your body gives you that chance, that ability to experience life to the fullest while you're here. So connect with your body. From your heart, just send and follow the flow of your blood. When your heart sends blood out, imagine that it goes out through your right shoulder, down your arms, all the way to the tip of your fingers, each one of them. 
and then the blood goes back. And then the heart sends out blood to go towards your left shoulder, all the way down your arms, and all the way down to each of your fingers. And then your blood goes back to your heart. And send your blood from the heart down through your stomach, down to all of your intestine, down to your right leg, all the way down to the tip of each of your toes. And then travel back all the way up to your heart. And then from your heart again, it goes down to your stomach on the left side, all the way down to all your intestine, your hips, your left leg, all the way down to all the toes of your left leg. And then goes all the way back up to your heart. And then your heart also sends blood. up to your neck area. Up to your head. Up to both sides of your brain. And then all the way back down to the heart. Your heart does that all the time, sending blood all the way out to each and every cell of your body and then bringing back all the blood to your heart as well. So just get that connection with each and every part of your body, each and every part of your cell, all the way down to the cellular level to your DNA level. And feel all of that being activated by a much higher frequency. And send them love. Send them gratitude. Thank you very much. Each and every one of myself each and every part of my body. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for giving me this wonderful experience on earth. Thank you for giving me all the ability to be able to sense my environment my family, my friends, and the ability to make new friends and create new family, be able to be connected to all of humanity and be able to connect to all of the universe, all the way to whole of the galaxies and all of the known galaxies.
and all this we can do with our body. So take a deep breath in and just let it go. Take another deep breath in and let it go. And take another deep breath in. And when you're ready, come all the way back into the room. Thank you, body. Thank you for your participation in this meditation. <laughs>